0: with Matt and this is our first podcast of the series uh, 30 Degrees South and uh, the purpose of our podcast um, is to just basically talk to uh, local people in business uh, that are currently uh, living on the Mid-North Coast or from the Mid-North Coast uh, and today I've got Brad Dawson here from Dawson Insurance, uh, just like thanks for coming along um, right. and so welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks to for me having first me. Time. Yeah. Thanks mate. It's really good. <laughs>
1: now tell me, can I ask you a question first? Oh
0: okay. Put me on the on, what, on the back burner. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why do you call it uh, 30 degrees? 30 degrees south? Yeah.
0: Um, well basically Maxville is located on the uh, mid north coast of New South Wales mm-hmm. and uh, we're situated between Coffs Harbour is like 30.6 I think um degrees south mm-hmm. of the equator obviously and then Maxwell's about 30.8 or something um and then I think once you get into Port Macquarie it's about 31 so um just to simplify we're, we're somewhere sitting between that um that southern latitude cool. yeah good idea the latitude long, latitude, isn't it? latitude yeah so um yeah basically yeah just trying to make it make it simple and, and um That's good. I like the name. Oh, thanks. And it's called, we (laughs) say it's called
1: Conversations with Matt. Yeah. 30 degrees south.
0: 30 degrees south. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Now, can you tell us a bit about Dawson Insurance Brokers?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, like you said, uh, my name is Brad Dawson. Um, Dawson Insurance is uh, an insurance brokerage advisor group. Um, So, officially... I know it's 30 degrees south and we should be talking about Maxwell. But officially my office is in Tweed Heads, which is just still in New South Wales yeah. on the border. Yeah. But uh, i uh, that's where I base my office from. I also yeah. got another office in Broadbeach. Um, but a lot of my operations are from down in Maxwell because I grew up in Yurunga, which is not far from here. Went to Bellingham High School locally. Um, but yeah, your question was Dawson Insurance. So uh, I basically provide um, advice and uh around risk and insurance and try and help businesses local or interstate or sometimes overseas I've got clients in Thailand, um, Singapore, New Zealand that need extra help because either one they don't trust or rely on the advice leading there or they just have a good relationship with one of the two you know. Yeah. So um, I started uh, with a different advisor group back in 2011 I think or 12. And then I officially started Dawson Insurance in 2015. Yeah, yeah, based out of Tweed Heads. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so we've got all range of clients, businesses, local, yourself included, Outer Media, Solitude Health. Um, yeah, it's all on there. Yeah, so we basically just provide advice um, and then help the these people sort of manage their businesses, manage their risk, uh, which would be good if we could talk about today. Um, and um, trying to mitigate around certain things so they can Live a more comfortable life, so they have to worry about what happens if this happens. You know, you know, was my business going to survive? You know, what happens if I crash my car? You know, personal insurance. What happens if I'm injured? All sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. Um,
0: that's one thing that I have noticed, especially being in business um, in multiple sort of formats. um, The so. D- depending on the hat that I'm currently wearing at, mm. the, at the time You do have day. a couple of hats. Yeah, please. so it's whether it's, whether it's under the um, yellow health banner that we work under under Solitude Health or um, out of media now that, um, that I, I especially, um, especially with my experience in the last couple of years, yeah. having someone that I can actually talk to um, and dealing with this, the, the one single person also makes a huge difference in, mm. in the long run as well. Um, But getting back to, uh, yeah, 30 degrees south, so you grew up in Yurunga, so Mm. went to school in Bellingen? Bellingen High. Yeah. Bello Boy. Yeah. And um, do you miss the area? Yeah, yeah. I do. Family
1: still lives in Yurunga. I come and see mum and dad all the time. Yeah. They're local characters. Yeah. Usually everybody knows who they are. Uh, My dad, uh, he's an older dad. I'm 33. He's 80. He's about to be 82. Wow. Uh, And Mum's a bit younger than him, so he's not as active. Mum's still very active. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So they're still in the area. Brothers and sisters. One sister. Yeah. uh, She was a school teacher for a number of years. I think maybe eight, seven, eight years. Yeah. Won some awards in New England, that sort of thing, and then she decided that she wanted to have a bit of a break, and she went and became a flight attendant for Virgin Airlines. Yeah, right. So she's done the corporate thing for the last couple of years, and now she's back flying again. Last three weeks, four weeks. yeah. Yeah. She loves it.
0: So you mentioned earlier to me that um, you started off actually working out of an office based in, in Maxville. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's with one of my old bosses. Yeah, were out of the same office. Yeah, yeah. It it's so small this world, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's really literally small. across the road from here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think
1: it's an air conditioning shop now,
0: yeah. Uh, no, it's it's actually um, WebWorks. So WebWorks, there? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Green in the old
1: McNeil's office. Yeah, uh,
0: next door. So, oh right. Um, where the air conditioning place now is now called uh, business. Oh. It's at the tick my tongue. Do you know the name of that website? Business of the Costco? Jen Gen Next.
1: Gen Next. Yeah, she's all over us. I should know that. <laughs> Apologies to Jen Next. Good customers, yeah. I'm <laughs> welcome to. Um,
0: anyway, yeah. So having groundings on the mid North Coast, do you think that shaped you in any way? Oh, definitely, um, yeah. In, in the way you do business as well?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I still have like a number of clients in this area. Yourself, like I said before, yourself included. And like whilst I do work and live in kind of a city now, mm. I can only go so long in the city before I'm like, I've got to get out of the city and come and you know work on the cars or go for a dirt bike ride or something. Yeah. Like uh, it definitely grounds you. I find some city, especially corporates, like if I go and visit real corporate businesses, Um, They get sort of caught up in like this corporate trying to protect yourself and cover your backside in that sort of corporate environment, and then I'm there have to sort of play ball with that. And then I really still like to think that I bring like the sort of coastal chill to a a business, so people can relate to me. Like I I try to make people relate to me, so that um, I'm. It's just it's if you have if you feel comfortable talking to someone about because really we have to talk about. Financials and all sorts of stuff that people find really personal, mm. balance sheets and P&Ls and um, some people it's it's difficult because I'm not an accountant. Mm. Uh, people think they share that with the accountant. Why should they share that with the insurance guy? Mm. But it's I think it's important to be able to share that as well or feel comfortable be able to. And that's why I think it's yeah, like you said, it it, it has helped me. Um, even when I had a conversation with your practice manager a couple of weeks ago, she was just in the background. She goes, "Oh, you're from." Your younger and immediately that gets like a you know, a yeah. relationship with someone just you being from the Sydney uh, town. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's no, I, I I'm glad that I'm from this area. Um I was originally born in the Blue Mountains, okay. um near Sydney yeah. and then moved to Urunga. So yeah. I'm glad that parents made that decision at a young age for, yeah. to make that switch.
0: Yeah, well I, like I, I grew up in Newcastle and like I didn't move up here until you know, have a in you yeah, yeah, No, but Castrian boy Castrian. Whereabouts? Uh Cameron Park, like mm. Western suburbs. And they
1: came apart. Yeah. But um, I did a stint in uh Hamilton. Oh yeah. And Charlestown. Yeah. I actually did insurance there for a while um, in Charlestown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's all all, all my backyard pretty much.
1: Good spot, isn't it? I actually it, really like Newcastle.
0: It is, like it's changed. Like the it's definitely especially like Lake Macquarie now being classed as a city too. Mm. Um the the urban sprawl that's occurred like in those western suburbs leading into the link road up to maitland and that kind of yeah. thing has really made a massive difference and i mean everyone like every second to third person probably i speak to up on the coast here um, have moved up from either sydney newcastle um yeah blue that blue or even the blue mountain sort of area trying to do that change stuff yeah yeah a there's of... a
1: whole flock of people that just all did it within like you know three to five years yeah was it like sort of early 2000s yeah. late 90s yeah huge sea change all the baby yeah. boomers
0: I can, and i can almost envisage that that's going to happen soon too especially with yeah. the way like house prices are sort of going in the cities mm-hmm. um unless something drastically happens and we see a massive shift in that yeah. which everyone keeps talking about um then yeah you just you just never know what's going to be around the corner there could be an influx but then with greater like with greater numbers of population, we need better infrastructure of course, and, yeah. and hospitals. And I mean, a, a prime example of um, the state government uh, investing in local areas such as Hospital. Maxwell and Bellingham. There's the new Maxwell Hospital. That's yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're really lucky to um, to have a facility like that just yeah. be, just being built. Um, it's
1: great. They still fun. did that. Sorry to interrupt. It's great they still did that, even though the highway sort of shifted away from maxwell mm. that they still did that hospital the way it yeah. was because they can still see the growth potential now especially the highways moved away from it yeah. i don't think it's done a bad thing for housing prices no. particularly here in their bucket heads especially as well even your younger yeah yeah
0: yeah like it i mean obviously like i worked in real estate for a while um don't hold that against me but um, <laughs> so did i <laughs> still i still, got... have a, still have a vested interest in a, in a lot of what is going on and, yeah um it's even though we have uh we have been bypassed like officially like and it has been two years since um that all formally happened yes um the township i feel is all the better for it yeah um and like with the subdivisions that are happening you just gotta look at the subdivisions that are happening at um then yeah, out that way yeah well um the subdivisions that are happening are in like maxwell heights yes there's new subdivisions that are planned for Bellwood, for the Valor Growth area. Um, and the fact that, yes, okay, everyone everyone knows that Everyone does their shopping in Cos Harbour and, and Port Quarry. Like, they've mm-hmm. got big things, but... Um, you really don't
1: need to. You've got Woolworths here now. Yeah, yeah. And no. I
0: mean, Woolworths is here. Uh, Foodworks, they've, they've just Food made works a are still, massive amount of money on a refurbishment. I still prefer
1: shopping, there. just quietly. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: me too. Um, the convenience of it being locally in town... Mm and um, full credit to them um actually uh, at the moment they've they're completely redoing the whole layout uh, wow. there's uh, all new fridges that are going in the meat department's cool. being moved the deli's being moved wow um so yeah keep a close eye on that like the next time you're down in town like you're definitely go and have a look at yeah finished, definitely. i think in the next month or so so exciting times cool. for that business
1: yeah mm. it's good to see that i mean like when when Woolworths opened um, and I think the council made them stick traffic lights in there at that intersection, and everyone's like, "This is you know doom and gloom," but there's enough people here for foodworks mm-hmm. to still be successful. Yeah. And you know, the hardcore locals will still shop there. Yeah. And then other people that just Woolworths are just going to call in there and get something. You yeah. still get bread from Cole across the road because it's delicious. Yeah. I don't think I've ever tasted a bit of pie in my life. <laughs> the cheese I, and bacon pies on oh, the highway back
0: house. Yeah. You know? I, I
1: look forward to that when I come down here. I think right tomorrow we're going to be working on race cars. I'm You know, we've got six people here in the workshop. I'm going to go to there. I'll have to buy eight pies because I've everybody one, but at least I get one. And then, oh, so good. They're just delicious.
0: Talking about race cars, Mm. um, before we start talking about risk aversion, but let's let's talk about one of your other passions. Mm. Um, The last six years, the World Rally has currently...
1: Uh, last four years. The last this four will year. be the fifth year. This is okay. So yeah. this
0: is the fifth year. Um, and if you've been living under a rock on the Mid North Coast uh, for the last five years, the World Rally has been uh, utilizing the roads of uh, Cos Harbour and a majority of the, the, the Nambucca Valley um, Shire roads as well. Um, to some's distaste, distaste mm. but to others, um, it's not very often that you have the opportunity to have a world-staged Amazing. event. Um, where, like, thousands, if not millions of people have their eyes centred on,
1: yeah. on the Mid-North coast. Oh, it's definitely yeah. millions. Yeah. I mean, you only need to go to any sports bar, like a pub or a tavern or even like a TAB, and they'll have, like, all the different sports channels up on, and you'll see the Rally Australia up on the telly, yeah. just on Fox 2 or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: But you yeah. see, it's not only that, it's the ongoing, it's the, it's the computer games where they replicate yeah. um, the stages that occur, like in the area, um, it's all the advertising, it's just the amount of footage that comes out and, the what? I mean, yeah, okay, it's a, it's a five-day event and it may not, um, it may not, you may not see the economic benefit there and then, mm. but I can guarantee you in five years' time when that little kid has been watching... Um, totally. Watching the V8 Utes driving around, <laughs> driving around the Shire, um, competing on a world stage. Yeah. Um, that they're going to go well. When I finish and I'm doing my gap here, I'm going to come to Australia and travel. Do Pretty you know cool, I mean? yeah. Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, tell us about uh, tell us about the V8 Utes and and um, yeah, what your you, what uh, the team strategy is for this year.
1: Well. Um, I'll take it back to the first time we entered the world around. I can get through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, doing some motorsport with a local guy who owns Maxwell Auto Group. Yeah. I don't know if you... Uh, yeah, to, in yeah, yeah, Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins. Down yeah. in West Street. Yeah. Um, I, I've, like, he's always... I've actually... He got me into insurance, yeah. that guy. That's how closely related all this story is, right? Yeah. Um, he uh, he and I had I used, I used to be a service crew manager for years when he was rallying with other guys and you know, before I'd really had in insurance, I was doing real estate, same as you. Yeah. Um, and then he and I became mates and started getting into motorsport. Yeah. And then after a few years, he sort of he had good co-drivers, good navigators, um, but it was dif- like they lived in Newcastle, I lived away, and it was difficult to get someone that was committed to come and do events and get together and build the car, pack up, and then not just turn up but help with everything. Yeah, right? yeah. And For then once, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once uh, it was about, I think it was two thousand and fifteen. He and I were talking sort of middle of the year, sort of June, July, and we thought he didn't have a co drive, but he really wanted to do it because we worked out that Utungan, Utungan Hall, was going to have a stage and it was going to call, be called Utungan, mm. literally past his back gate. Yourself yeah, as well, past
0: my drive. <laughs>
1: right? So we're like, why? Like, there's the world round rally. It's been in Perth for years. It, you know, it's in New Zealand. has been. It's ended, but it's here. Well, they tried it in
0: Malimbi as well, didn't they? Yeah, Malimbi, Byron Shire. They had it. Those
1: <laughs> protests and all. I mean, the worst place in the world to have it. Great roads. Some of those Shire roads were splendid. Yeah. You know, I went out there and watched it. I think they did it in conjunction with um, um, Speed on Tweed, which okay. we affectionately refer to as Tweed on Speed. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, they haven't done that for a couple of years, but that was the last time they ran it in conjunction with that. Yeah. And so we, we sort of tried and I hadn't really done any motorsport. I would co-drove for one other guy years before, but I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Still really don't, but sort of thrown it all together a yeah. little bit. So we, we ended up building uh, or modifying and painting one of his 180Bs, that's the 180Bs yeah. that we had. And we entered um, and uh, I actually uh, was better than I thought I was going to be, yeah. which was surprising didn't get sick, like sitting next to him while he's tossing the car, trying to read well, notes.
0: i tell you what, when tomorrow's driving, and by the way, Tamara's my, don't know, Tamara's my wife.
1: Um, and a good driver, right?
0: Yeah, yeah very good driver. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm looking at my phone, um, which is know, maybe that's one out of 10 times where I'm actually like a, a, a passenger in the car. Mm. Oh, 10 minutes and that's it. Like mm. I, I can't do it. But to do it like four days in a row, yeah. Um, constantly looking down and you're not only like not only the fact that you're like looking down and you're in the passenger seat but you're actually sitting about what 150 mil lower yeah than, lower than the driver, than the
1: driver so well. that you can I, like i'm you know i'm a little bit taller so maybe i can just see over the dash yeah in the 180b i could literally just see over the dash right because uh, the seat was so low and yeah. they lowered it a bit for me so that's but it a little bit too low but it was fine yeah so we ended up entering the world Round that year in 2015 yeah um uh, we put Dorset insurance all over it, painted an orange. It looked so cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool <laughs> anyway. To end the rally. But then, unfortunately, we got through day one, almost through the end of day two. And then I think we got to day three, which was the Sunday. And then we, we uh, I don't recall exactly the, what happened, but we ended up blowing the motor. Um, we adjusted the fueler gauges wrong in a rush, I think the night before. Um, and then... I fell off the notes, and then we damaged the front of the car. One of the struts went through the front. Um, but anyway, we didn't we didn't end up finishing it, which we were really disappointed about because it was a lot of work. And, to get going, yeah. Yeah. And then we were sort of joking about how, like, because some of the stages we would do, we would Lindsay and I would look at each other and we're like, "There's no way a 180B could go through that forest on that stage any faster." And then once once that rally was done, a few months later, we got over ourselves because we're be pretty disappointed. Um, we're just having a few beers one night. We're like, we should go faster in something. Mm. We, like, it'd be cool to go faster. Yeah. And then we're talking like, we could to take a, a, an Aussie car in the Australian section of the World Round Rally. Yeah. And then one of his customers came in and uh, was there was an SS ute and we were, we were going to sell it or he was going to sell it. Um, because the his young guys in the 18, it, we, it wasn't approved. He wasn't I don't know, yeah, approved yeah, or yeah. L approved or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Couldn't drive it on your P's. So we ended up buying it off. Anyway, then we just decided that, yep, that was, we we're going to build that. Mm. And then for a, a few months we were like, really, are we doing this? And then we started building it on the 1st of October, 2015, yes. uh, 16. Yeah. And we finished building it on the 2nd of November. So it took us a month to build it. Yeah.
0: And when does the road really start? Like when did it
1: start? It yeah. started like four days later. <laughs> we hadn't done testing in it or anything. Nothing
0: about timing. Really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everything with motorsports always last minute. Yeah. Like it's always last minute and not sure. You know, you often change more than one thing to not know how the car's going to handle. Yeah. Um. And anyway, we thought it was hilarious. We painted it. Yeah. Um. Got a bit serious with the shocks and things like that. Got, yeah. you know, Murray Coot to do the shocks for us in the rear and a different guy to redesign the front ones. And anyway, ended up entering it that year yeah. and just had so much fun. Obviously that thing doesn't jump, it jumps like a pig. Like it no. can't jump a ute. No. doesn't matter how much you turn Especially, into a race car. Like, and
0: I've, I, I have seen the back of this car. Like, so I've, I've been, been to every local rally, um, in various forms of, uh, like a, the world rally that is, in yeah. various forms like I'd be, either be on a farm somewhere locally or, um, the last couple of years actually have spent a bit of time and chased it around. Oh, cool. Chased it around the awesome. And then gone to the pits and all that kind of stuff. But the amount of ballast that's actually, you guys carry in the back of that, you, is yeah. it's quite surprising. Like, yeah um, and I mean, what did you, last year you finished, was it second or third, you finished second? Or what did you win outright Well, into the,
1: the first year we ran it, which was the year I was talking about 2016, mm. Um, we thought it was going to be real tail endy and really loose, but it just grips. It's yeah, really right. unbelievable. Yeah. You think any Ute's just going to be really happy in the back, but the way they set the shocks up, like I don't know, it's Lindsay did a really good job designing and building the car, yeah, right. um, as well as all the other guys that helped us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the guys you know as well, yeah. like yeah, Jacob Keogh and, and, and Yellow yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that year we ended up. We sort of came through. and We were so chuffed that we finished because we crashed the year before or you know blew the engine up the year before we turned up and we're like cool you know like all the cars were lining up there's a lot of cars on in it and this guy came up to us and said oh you know you go and park over there so we did and then they came and gave us these like mrf which is the sponsored tire thing to wear i'm like okay we get hats cool okay i didn't want to take my Dawson insurance went off so i just put it on the dash and they're like no you gotta put the hat on i was like okay and then they drove us up onto the podium and we came third in two wheel drive and like 12th in the whole australian rally wow. and we were like what <laughs> are you kidding we couldn't believe it we were like you know high five and fist bumping and shaking and bacon. yeah yeah we couldn't believe it wow and so and then we entered the next year and yeah. uh, did a little bit more work to the car just had to tidy it up because it basically only does this event we don't do it for anything else we do other events yeah um like down in kadobalan and stuff yeah in, in, yeah.
0: in a modified
1: video. yeah uh, then we entered the next year which was 2017 um, same sort of thing just trying to keep it together not jumping and not going silly still trying to put on a show for the locals there's so many people like that we have to thank for their support because it doesn't matter where we go everyone's super supportive everyone's photos everyone sends us footage everyone tags us and stuff it's, we're really lucky
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and we came second that year
0: yeah wow
1: in two wheel drive yeah and then I don't recall what we came, maybe um, ninth or 10th overall in Australia.
0: Australian. In In Australia, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, all of it. Yeah. And then this last year we entered and uh, we, same sort of thing, tried not to drive the wheels off it. We actually thought we'd busted something bad. So the last day, last two stages, everywhere we went, we actually thought we'd snap the the like the A-arm off the back and it was just rubbing on the wheel. So we just drove really sensible oh, past really the crowds. Yeah, yeah, we're just really sensible about it and we were just like nursing it. it was super wet yeah. uh, so bad so that i actually was getting out and pushing the car whilst lindsay was trying to rev it through the mud like yeah, i was right. carved in mud and oh, yeah. just pushing the car um but we got through actually i thought at this one particular stage which was on the last day i thought i'm not going to get this anywhere because we he'd, he'd sort of come into a corner but not too much because it was so slippery yeah. and then i'd sort of try and jump out and push and I was getting, we were getting somewhere and then you'd just stop and you'd just be spinning. And all of a sudden I was like, I just gave a big effort and pushed. I thought, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then I turned around and there's like 10 people pushing the car. Just everyone out of, like, out of, the, out of the crowd. Yeah. We're in the middle of the forest, but nowhere, people found us and shoved us and they got covered. And yeah. I don't know who they are, but I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: that's the last time. Oh, um, a few beers. Because yeah. <laughs> they helped
1: us and they helped us win. We actually won the two wheel drive last year. Yeah, And it's we came crazy. fifth in Australia.
0: Boys from mid North Coast in a Ute. In a Ute. In a
1: totally unsuited car for that all event. All yeah. All all Crazy, right? And
0: so. running again this year, are you?
1: Yeah. So there's a uh, because this is the last year that the World Round is running in Australia. It's going to New Zealand next year. Yeah. There's some conversations or talk I've seen on social media about Australia, Rally Australia trying to get it back for the following year. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. I hope they do. Oh, of course. I don't like, know how they're going to do it because. They've actually changed the order of the rally mm-hmm. so rally australia has traditionally been for the last six years or whatever has been the final for the arc yeah. australian rally championships and the final for the world round as well yeah, yeah, yeah. so all eyes are on the last event but new zealand's gone back from 14th race to to 8th or something okay. so it's in september yeah. or maybe you know something like that instead of november so it's it's moved it all again out of order. So I don't know how they're going to do it. So we might, if it comes back, it might come back in an earlier stage, you know, maybe middle of the year or something. But that's not a bad thing either. Cause no. I
0: mean, generally, like before the final one to two rounds in the World Rally Championship, Yeah. the, um like the final, the, the champions always like decided and for the life of me, I should know this, but I can't remember who won the World Rally Championship last year, but... Um, I think actually, like last year, we've come down Sebastian, 30, yeah, Sebastian Azier. Yeah. yeah, um, but like if, if it's earlier in the year, there might be a bit more of a contest. Like, do you, do you feel that that could like boost? Like,
1: yeah, well, I um, <clears throat> I think I mean, I've not seen the alternate to it, so I've only ever seen the last event being quite competitive. And I mean, some of these guys, um, like o- Otanic, I can't never really say his name, um, Otanic. I can't remember his name but he like for I've been watching him for a few years and watching him just empty his soul into these races so much so he'll get to the end and he'll lose by like three seconds Mm. at the end of a stage Mm. and he'll just get out of the car and be like it's impossible like yelling in in, you know Norwegian where he speaks you know yelling and screaming and so much so like he's just emptied his soul into finishing like he's you know he's just having troubles coming to terms with that's the fastest he could drive on that stage and someone was better than him yeah. and it's like he needed to get to that like level of headset like where he knows that I the only way I can get better is to somehow find more Yeah. and he's found more last year he's, he's been driving the wheels off that thing last year and this year yeah, yeah he's like, one to watch he's mate, I think he's to, in...
0: to ment- like mentally to drive all day three mm-hmm. or four days in a row the preparation leading into it oh. Um, living and staying in, a, in another country, and like the days don't just start like at nine and finish yeah. at three, like they're up five in the morning and then they're not finishing some of the stages and, and the work, especially with the crews when they're pulling down the, the cars ready for yeah. the next day. They're not finishing till nine, ten o'clock at night. Like, and it's hot, it's dry. If we get some rain, that'd be really nice too, but not too much for you boys, obviously.
1: Yeah, we but, don't need too much,
0: <laughs> but um. Just the, the the mental strength that these guys must show on, like, yeah, and, and to expect to perform at their peak.
1: And especially, like, these, um, like, I really take my heart to these world guys. They're, they're given a lot. Like, they're, I mean, they're, they're obviously paid drivers, mm. but they give like, they have their own teams. Like, this guy is just for changing things to do with the front left wheel. Yeah. Or, you know, they've all got, like, it's a galvanized group of of like a hub of a team that they have their roles and that's why they can efficiently produce um, amazingly new almost car from an hour and a half before which was like in a serious in serious mass trouble you know replace windscreens put new guards on do a whole like i mean a lot of things so but those so those drivers are Given every opportunity they can to perform, so there's really no extra strain on them other than having to perform yep. and communicate well with the driver or the co-driver who we were talking about. Yeah.
0: But then relaying like the way the car feels. Oh like, yeah. Back, back to the guys who are actually working. There's a skill too. in that,
1: totally. Like, one one person I've met more than anyone else is Lindsay. He, I've never met anybody before who can, you know, drive over or even just get in a car and be like. Rear less flat, or or you know, or not even flat. It's got less. It's got like five pound less of pressure in the rear tire, yeah. or um, there's something going on with this, or you know, we have to adjust this, or change this, or tie in's out. Like I've never met anybody that can figure a car out. Like he's a perfect mechanic because you know, you get in the car and drives, yeah. he'll come back and say this is what's wrong, yeah. and nine times out of ten, that's he's right. Yeah. So I sort of take for granted that he's going to be able to tell the guys, the crew that's working with us what's wrong with the car what needs to be changed yeah. or to check this or it's the diff or it's that or whatever he thinks it might be so to have those kind of skills as a world driver yeah, or yeah. a co-driver trying to figure it out oh, you'd have so to be because it's everything's just such a well-oiled machine exactly. and you've got like all-wheel drive turbo type machine you know monsters that are probably a half a million dollars I don't know what they're worth exactly yeah right. um yeah like
0: it, relate like, yeah, to, to relate that back to like how we run our businesses and in and, and ensuring that, mm. that we have um, all aspects, so like, okay, you've got your day-to-day runnings of HR, um, you've got your balance sheets, you're yeah. trying to make sure that they're working right. You're yeah. trying to make a profit at the end of the day to at least put some money in the of bank course. and, and yeah. provide an income for yourself. Um, a lot of times uh, the, the, the financial risk, The risk against property the risk against um like your professional (laughs) indemnity um and then just general public liability um all really it's like brings it back to uh, one thing that i've recognized is having the confidence that i've got the coverage in the background to, to keep moving forward um and that's one thing I'd like to really thank you, like oh, just yeah, for sure. the work that we've, we've experienced together uh, and, and, and what we're working on currently. Because without that and without the knowledge that, um, in, especially in your industry, uh, without that knowledge, I, I wouldn't have the confidence to do what we what, what we set out and, and do today with both businesses and, and in our personal stuff as well. So that's nice, that's
1: nice feedback. Thanks, oh, mate. Really no, that's nice, it. it's really appreciate it.
0: Um, now I'm going to embarrass you.
1: <laughs> that, I, that won't be a difficult hurdle. No, no, no. There's plenty, I, I, of, there's did, plenty of content.
0: I here on, on the grapevine, and I don't think, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Twitter, but I, I, I did think I saw it on LinkedIn as well, but um, the, uh, you, you recently won an award. Uh, um, yeah. Now, I, I, I'm, <coughs> tell me if I get this wrong. So you won the Australian... Insurance Business Brokers Young Gun Award for 2019. Is that, is yeah, that pretty much that sums it up. That yeah. sums it up. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: a mouthful. <laughs> so I, it, it's like a, I don't know how the whole process works. All I know is that, um, they, they, I got an email from Insurance Business Magazine uh, maybe a month or two ago. I think maybe early August or something, yeah. and they said, you know, you've been nominated for this award. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's... I asked what the nomination process is and they said it's all anonymous and the person is up to them whether they want to tell you. I'm assuming it was probably someone in the industry, but I don't know who it was. Yeah. So then they asked me all these questions. They um, said, can you answer this, 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 and this? And I just thought, oh, well, I'm in the running. I'll just give you answers, honestly. So I did. I sent them all the answers. Yeah. And then they sent me an email uh, about 10 days, two weeks later, saying that, yes, you're... You know, Congratulations. I was like, "Wow." And I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." You know, I I'd seen other people win it. Yeah. Um, you know, colleagues and peers in the past. Yeah. Um, but I'd not uh I didn't ever think about my, me this happening to me. And then all I all I did was um and they said, "Oh, you can't tell anybody until like the 20 Jesus a week yeah twenty third of September we yeah, did. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we couldn't tell anybody. So that's obviously what you spotted. You saw their release of it. Yeah. yeah. And like it I got uh, it's really nice. Like people are really supportive in insurance, like other people that I work with. Um uh, like I got emails and, and Instagram not Instagram, um LinkedIn messages. Yeah. It was really nice. Text messages and some calls. So oh, that's yeah. really nice. So there, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. No, that's okay. I just thought yeah. yeah. yeah just
0: while I got you. Yeah. Um anything else you got Going on like in the next three months, like uh, so, World Rally in November. Yeah, um, I know you you jet set on a a few conferences and that kind of thing. Um, you got anything that's coming
1: up? Uh, yeah, well, we got the like you said, the World Rounds coming up. Um, I think it's early, like the 10th, I think it kicks off 10th or 12th or 13th of November. Um, me and the guys have committed to uh, so because it's the last world round in australia for this foreseeable future we don't know where it's going after this like new zealand then we don't know so because it's the last one uh we thought it would be cool to have a holden versus ford like finale throwdown for the australian rally championships of the world round so we're gonna have two totally unsuited cars running against each other in the world round in the arc entry same class that Lindsay and i won last year um so Lindsay's gonna drive um, the, the the Holden Commodore SS Ute, and I'll I'll navigate, co drive, yep. and then his son James James Colletts, or Tater Todd or Spud, whatever his Spud. name yeah. is this week, <laughs> but James Colletts, is his, his name and his birth certificate, I think. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to drive the uh, the XR8 Falcon and Ute, um, and we'll be release photos of that. Surely it's being built at the moment. Exciting. Yeah, and his yeah. sister uh, Jade Colletts, is gonna co-drive for him, so awesome. it's gonna be Colts 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 Dawson. Yeah. And Dawson Insurance is uh, uh, sponsoring both of the cars yeah. this year, yeah. so it should be should be interesting. Maybe Out yeah. of Media might get on board or Solitude yeah, Health, maybe.
0: maybe. I might have to talk to the- Talk uh, to us off to air, mate. Talk to my wife about it. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Just go sorry. with your heart, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, exciting times ahead. Yeah. Um, well. Thank you for, um, coming on board and, and having a chat with us today. Sure. Um, I really appreciate, yeah, just the time and, and the effort that you put in into, um, Thanks be sure guys, if you uh, to check out Dawson insurance, he's uh, all the handles at Dawson insurance. And, uh, and in, Brad also talks on, uh, the, the insurance podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah there's that's another the... little side gig that, um, that, uh, Brad does, uh, educating people on, on current situations, um, not just for, uh, consumers of insurance, but also guys
1: that, Peers, um, people that are in the industry as well in can probably listen well. along as well. Yeah. Um, I've, I've recorded a number of them that are sort of topical at the time. Yeah. Um, and I've been a bit, uh, lax lately. I've, I've, I committed to do a certain amount and I haven't done them. Yeah. I've recorded them, but not uploaded them. Yeah. Um, so some of them are, I said, so they're topical, so I haven't put them up. But yeah, uh, uh, on Instagram it's at the Insurance Podcast, yeah. um, and Facebook it's at the Insurance Podcast Australia. Although
0: it is topical, I'm gonna yeah. hold you to it. We're gonna backdate them, make sure you get All it right. uploaded. All right, cool. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, guys. Um, thanks for joining um, Matt, uh, myself, Matt Baker, uh, on uh, conversations with Matt in the first episode of uh, Thirty Degrees South. I um, hope you've enjoyed it. Be sure to check out the World Rally that's coming up and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, bro.
1: Thanks, mate. That was really good.
0: Cheers. Cheers.